0: Welcome to the President's Podcast, the latest in the Difference Makers series from Chartered Accountants Worldwide. We will be addressing trends and reflections from the World Congress of Accountants and seeing how the profession can play an instrumental role to enable sustainable economies for the future. In every episode, we'll feature a president from one of our member institutes to give their unique insights into the important role the accountancy profession plays as a protector of public interest. In today's episode I'm joined by Kate Bora, former president of Chartered Accountants Australia and New Zealand. Welcome Kate. How did you become a chartered accountant and eventually president of your institute?
1: Yeah, hi, Antia. Fabulous to be here and fabulous to be having this conversation. Um, I think my journey uh, in terms of being part of the profession here in Australia and New Zealand really started um, back when I left my corporate role um, and I was looking for ways, I guess, to build network, um, to engage in a broader uh, professional community. So I started to get involved in lots of different events uh, with CAA and Zed, and then the opportunity came up to be involved in our regional councils. So um, Sydney is my home. New South Wales my home state Um, so I was able to um, put my hat in the ring and get on that regional council Um, and that was back in 2015. Uh, In uh, I think it was 2017 I had the opportunity um, to be chair of that regional council Um, and then in 2019 um, each of our regional councils uh, has a representative on our our global CAA and Z council and so I was nominated by my, my peers at regional council to sit on that Um, CAA and Council um, and our vice presidents and presidents are effectively um, elected from that big council and um, so it was uh, 2020 uh, when I was elected vice president and I had the absolute privilege of being president uh, last year in 2022 which of course meant um, I went over to Acoa over in Mumbai India and um, what an incredible experience.
0: Fabulous. And what led you to choose to become a chartered accountant in the first place?
1: Yeah, I think, um, you know, when I was making the choice and I think our decisions around career made, you know, in that sort of late high school stage. Um, and on, on some basis, I um, I always laugh a little bit because we don't have we're not we are not we are not very informed or at least I didn't feel very informed when I was making the decision. Uh, my mum had uh, worked uh, actually as an accounts receivable um, clerk in um, in business and then ended up working and stepping into um, an SMP practice, so a small-medium practice, so um, as the practice manager. And so I had some, I guess, proximity to accounting. Uh, my best friend's dad um, was a chartered accountant as well. So I guess it was within my world. Um, and I think when I was, I was looking uh, at what, you know, I would study at university. I was kind of tossing up between um, law because I was a huge fan of all the law shows um, in, in my late teens. Uh, and then accounting is probably a fallback um, piece. And ultimately um, I didn't get the marks to get into first year um, law, so I, I took accounting and part of that first year accounting degree was a biz law subject. And I've got to say about a couple of weeks into that I was very grateful um, that I chose accounting or I'd taken accounting um, over over a law degree, and I think um, I've really never looked back uh, since then. For me, um, you know, the opportunity to be part of this profession, to be a chartered accountant um, has been incredible in terms of the opportunities it's provided. And I think, you know, when I've, um, you know, travelled around both, you know, locally in Australia New Zealand and more um, uh, globally uh, around the world, the opportunities um, where this profession can take you both in terms of, you um, Functions that you can work in, organisations you can be part of, but also places you can live and work um, is really incredible.
0: If we turn now um, and think about WOKOA, the World Congress of Accountants that was held in Mumbai last year, which of the eight themes that featured there really resonated most with you and why?
1: So I'll give you two. Uh, the first for me really, um, this conversation around global collaboration for inclusive growth, uh, something I'm personally very passionate about. It's something that my entrepreneurial um, career pathway now um, has followed. Uh, but I think, you know, inc- Wakoa was an incredible opportunity to see the true diversity um, and scale of our profession across the world. And I think sometimes you don't actually get the magnitude of that until you are, you um, in a location or in a conference center with you know six thousand odd plus um, colleagues, and you get to see you know the diversity of country, uh, the diversity of language, um, you know the diversity just of uh, conversation that comes when you're in those sorts of rooms, um, and when you experience that, you know the the follow on from that was it just makes so much sense. Um, you know we are we are have so much in common uh, globally. Um, And I think as a profession, we have so much opportunity to really leverage each other's strengths, um, leverage the resources uh, that we have, um, and to really bring all of that together um, to be able to you know, really fast track, go further, faster, um, make bigger contributions uh, to, you know, the organisations, the communities, um, the clients, the economies within which we live and work. So um, I think there is just an incredible opportunity to bring um, all, all of the members of our profession together um, in service of what I do think is really um, common goals across the world. That's
0: really interesting because I want to turn now to what you believe the key challenges and opportunities are facing the profession and how they can be tackled and taken forward.
1: Yeah, so I think, um, you know, the one I'll really centre around is the attractiveness of the profession. I think my whole time being involved in the governance ecosystem of Chartered Accountants Australia, New Zealand, um, you know, conversations you know from members um, in in rural and regional areas, but also in the in the metro CBD areas, um, has talked about how do we attract um, young talent, particularly uh, to the profession? How do we showcase the opportunities uh, that that the profession provides? Um, how do we uh, really connect them within and and probably bust some of the stereotypes um, that still absolutely exist, uh, particularly in that that you know that high school um, stage of um, of you know, development for um, for students, and so for me, you know, there's lots of competition at the moment uh, around you know uh, you know fun segments or um, you know uh, functions uh, or industries. Sorry, wanting um, you know talent that traditionally potentially would have come down um, the chartered accountant pathway. And you know, when I say that, I think about um, STEM. Um, lots of great, you know organizations great industries buying um, for all of this incredible talent Um, so I think that's a challenge because it is um, you know those industries represent or present fabulous opportunities as well Um, but I think you know correspondingly it really is a huge opportunity for us and our profession to showcase the diversity of career that our profession provides you know um I have the privilege of talking with so many of our members, but then members of our global profession, particularly over the course of my year as president. Um, And the diversity of role, of organisation, of location, of conversation that they have over the course of their days and their weeks, and then more broadly over over the course of their career, is really incredible. Um, And I think we've got a real opportunity to be able to bring um, particularly, you know, younger Um, people closer to that but equally those that are in a mid-career stage and who potentially are looking at pivoting their career. You know, a profession op- offers, you know, a great opportunity uh, for those looking for certainty, um, for those looking to, you know, make a real difference um, and also, you know, to, the, for those that look, are looking to progress their career. And so um, I think we've got an opportunity to take some of those messages and those stories um, out to the younger generation, but also those um, in who, who are mid-career and, and looking um, for, for new and exciting things. I think, you know, the other um, challenge but also opportunity is you know, when we think about the conversation around diverse careers and the opportunities that are available to members of our profession um, to make a difference, you know, there's probably never been a more exciting time, you know, with the conversation around um, sustainability uh, and the connections that that has with our profession. There's never been a more exciting time in terms of what that means, um, the sort of work that we can be involved in, um, the sorts of projects. Uh, that, um, you know, firms um, or you know, members working in commerce can be involved in with, um, with their own organisations as well. And so, um, you know, we've got an opportunity to really get out there and lead the conversation, to be part of that conversation, um, to leverage the skills, capabilities and experience that we have in service of those sustainability goals and to really um, be the trusted advisor um, to those stakeholders as part of that conversation.
0: So I'm hearing that you're actually quite optimistic about the future of the profession.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's not without its challenges. As um, you know, uh, I think the the last few years um, has shown the level of uncertainty and, and change, and um, you know, regulation, all those sorts of things. Um, you know, I think uh, that uh, the, that seems to be part of the path, albeit magnitude in a whole different way in the last couple of years with the pandemic. Um, but I think equally. You know, it excites me when I connect and hear the stories and especially when I hear the difference that members of our profession make, uh, whether it's with the clients they work with, um, whether it's working on, you know, sustainability reporting um, in the organisations, uh, you know, that they they are part of or um, they lead, you know, there is just so much value uh, and opportunity that is available Um for those that really want to get in uh, and make that difference and and make that contribution.
0: So if we pop back to World Congress of Accountants for a moment, if I may, it's obviously an opportunity to feel part of something much bigger. As you said, you know, being in a venue with 6,000 plus chartered accountants from all over the world is a sight to behold in its own right. But what do you think the benefits are of being part of a global professional family like Chartered Accountants Worldwide? And then, of course, off the back of that, attending World Congress.
1: So uh, I would absolutely 100 percent recommend at some point in your career coming along to a World Congress of Accountants. Um, As I said, I was privileged to attend last year, um, uh, 2022 in Mumbai, India. Um, And it was incredible. Um, ICAI were just such generous and spirited hosts. Um, It really was an incredible incredible experience, which is hard to put into words, actually. Um, But I think being part of this global family means that we connect with colleagues who are like-minded. And when I say that, You know, I talk about a common foundation of integrity and trust and ethics, a common foundation of generosity in terms of willingness to share, to connect and help, Um, and I think a a common foundation of a genuine desire to make a difference in whatever industry, organisation, community um, that we are part of. And I think these qualities collectively are incredibly magical really um, because as I've travelled the world and I've met members who are um, colleagues of this RCA family worldwide even though many times we've never met um, perhaps have met on LinkedIn but never met in person never had a conversation often it feels like I'm meeting an old friend and very quickly um, we move from kind of what may be a little bit informal um, introductions to a fabulous, um, warm, generous conversation. And I think being part of that sort of network, that sort of network that um, is global and provides you access to global conversations, to global thought leadership, to, um, to global uh, opportunities, you know, that in and of itself is priceless because really you have a global career path. Becoming a Chartered Accountant, I think, almost provides you with a ticket
0: to ride, doesn't it? It opens up the world in terms of work, really, with a qualification like Chartered Accountancy. You can pretty much work anywhere, can't you?
1: Yeah, I always talk about um, it's a passport to live and work anywhere in the world. It's a passport to make a difference in really any function in a business. Um, So many of my colleagues, you know, I started my career in KPMG and audit um, and when I look at those colleagues where they you know, now work, the sorts of roles they're in, the sorts of contributions they're making, the projects, um, the organisations they're in, you know, there is such diversity. I've got colleagues who, you know, now work in technology, who um, now work over in um, procurement or risk culture. Um, It really, for me, it's such an incredible foundation in terms of building skill, capability, experience. Um, And it's those, the the skills that you um, obtain through obtaining your um, designation, that allows you then to take those and transfer that into almost any um, sort of function, uh, business um, or opportunity that may be present or available to you. So
0: now if I may, Kate, I'd like to throw you a bit of a curveball. I'd like to know what the first record was you ever bought and what made you choose it.
1: Oh, goodness. (laughs) I have to think about this one a little bit. Um, I think it was. I can't remember how old I was, um, Antia, but I'm pretty sure um, it was Kylie Minogue days uh, and so it was one of those singles records um, and I think it might have been Got To Be Certain. So it certainly wasn't one of her um, chart toppers, but I'm pretty sure it was Got To Be Certain. And really, um, you know, Kylie obviously is Australian and one of our... Um, sweethearts and I um, was a huge fan um, when she first um, came uh, or first um, recorded her, uh, her first song um, and have been ever since so um, I'm a long-time fan and listener of Kylie um, and uh, there's still plenty of her tunes um, now <laughs> in my iTunes and Spotify accounts.
0: Yeah, and in mine as well. I think we all came to her in the UK via Neighbours. So it was very definitely sort of for me in the 80s. And so, yes, I'm joining you with the odd Kylie banger in my collection as well. Kate, thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. And if you'd like to listen to our President's Reflections, please do head to the Chartered Accountants Worldwide website or to your favourite podcast platform and download the series.